0: what up another episode of the quarantine edition sushi what up y'all what
1: episode is this man it's like
0: 70, <laughs> 76 or some shit why do you let me intro this shit dog like at, what, at some point we started like you letting me intro this shit and it got horrible
1: <laughs> <laughs> i kind of like it man you know all right I'm,
0: you i'm letting you walk dog you know what I, I'm I, like? like i'm never ready I like every the- week i'm stuff, like fuck he's gonna make me intro it and every week i'm like what up what up what up <laughs> It's like... but like you should have told me i just would have talked first all right well let's just
1: start over no this is already a pretty horrible intro <laughs> this is already the worst podcast ever recorded honestly. yes mission accomplished you guys are on your own please. what's with the uh with the with the face mask man
0: what face mask
1: with the fucking bandana and shit
0: oh this is quarantine wear dog this is what people be wearing in quarantine man
1: but I'm saying, like, you're not outside. Why the fuck are you rocking it?
0: Uh, because, like, just in case I got to go outside. You never know. I had the window open earlier. The Rona could creep in the window.
1: That's super cute, though. That's super cute. You know, like, the, my thing. Uh, the one thing about the Rona, it's like, the the it changes every day. Like, how it fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it can stay in the air for 24 hours. And, it, oh, it sticks to metal. And it's like, Jesus Christ. yeah, Fucking just beer and shit, man.
0: It's true, man. It lives in hair for 12 hours. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Man. Yes. Let's introduce our guest, man. Our special sushi guest. Rona, episode four.
1: Word, man. We got a special guest in the building. A Fucking my BFF. You know? <laughs> the artist formerly known as Littles. Not nah, for
0: uh, real. Whoop.
1: You know what I'm saying? What up?
0: Welcome, dog. Finally, okay. look at the cat drag in. Martial
1: artist, Manny Ramirez. What's good?
0: Look who's finally got time for us. <laughs> What's good, champ?
2: Uh, chilling, man. Chilling, chilling. How y'all,
1: man? Uh, over here, man. Doing the same shit. It's like, I feel like the the uh, the phrase, what are you doing today, has become obsolete. You know what I'm saying? Because like, everybody's doing
0: the same shit. Yeah.
2: I know exactly what the fuck you're
0: doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. making Instagram nah. videos and shit. Nah. And
1: I still managed to be late to the fucking podcast. I didn't even have to go nowhere. I still managed to be late. <laughs>
2: shit, I yeah.
0: think I asked you to push it back hour like two, three times.
1: How <laughs> the fuck? You know what I mean? nah. So, um, for those that that don't know, I think a, a lot of people that that watch this probably know about, like, ID4 and shit like that, but, like, for those that don't know, um, you've been a martial artist now for, like, a good fucking, I don't know, how long? How long has it been now? Like, a good 10 years? Longer?
2: Man, longer than that, man. Yeah, for sure. Because, I think, what, maybe 2003, 2004, maybe I probably started, like, training, like, you know what I mean? Like, consistently. Like, not, like, to fight or anything, but that's when I kind of like. Well, you think like 2004 I think it was a little. A long time.
1: Sixteen was, years. I think it was a little later than that because I remember you signing up for. Uh, I, I think it was in what was the Freestyle Fighting Academy.
2: Yeah, I went there. I when, that was like a back here.
1: Right. That was around the time that uh, that I think I, that I moved to LA for film school, like before you went out there, right? Or was it before that?
2: Nah, was way before
1: that, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I want to say it was like about 2005. Because, yeah. look, 2003, I think, is when we dropped our first mixtape. I don't know if you were training back then.
2: I wasn't, nah. I'm not like seriously. No, nah, I would fuck around and dabble. And you know what I mean? Like, I mean, ever since I was a kid, because it goes, I mean, shit. If you really want to dig and you really want to get into it, like, I remember being a little kid and my next door neighbor's older brother was an amateur boxer. That's what really got me looking at you know, fighting and martial arts and all that and uh, he held pads for me when i was a kid and i was i pretty much fell in love you know what i mean and then i remember i wouldn't i would want to train more but his like his little brother which was my friend you know what i mean like he he didn't really like it he would make a spar and i'd get to whooping on him and then and he didn't want to play no more he, I, I don't want to do this shit no more you know so i didn't get but i would still i had a little bag and i would hit the bag and know and then they moved away and it kind of went away but then i had another little friend who did taekwondo and he he lived down the street and so we called his backyard like the dojo and he had like a bunch of bamboo trees so it was like real dope you know but and then he started teaching me how to kick and then again i stopped and completely you know got into like high school and became a knucklehead and all that you know but But then, yeah, when I started training for real, it was, yeah, I'd say around 2005, you know. And I, and I never thought of fighting or nothing, but I just I just loved it, you know. Like, we used to watch, you know, obviously UFC and Pride.
1: And, well, you so. got me into that <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I had I had no interest until, like, you started watching that shit and, like, showing me Pride fights and shit. I had heard – the one thing I, I did know before you is I had heard of Fedor. Not that before you, but before you told me about yeah. it. I heard, heard heard about Fedor and people saying, yo, this guy's the greatest of all time or whatever. And I'm like, okay, fine. I didn't pay it a lot of attention. Yeah, and uh, I think it was when we were in L.A., like you had all the Pride tapes, the the DVDs okay. and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I was like, damn, this shit is kind of like real life Mortal Kombat.
0: You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that threw me in. Literally
1: I'm, now. I'm a story guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so
0: that's like kind of what drew me into it, you know? Yeah. Literally now with Dana White doing the uh, Mortal Kombat Island with all the fighters or whatever. Right. Have you heard? Have you heard about this? He wants to buy a private island and have all the UFC fights over there. But um, I was going to ask you, what do you love about it? Like, is it the training, the discipline aspect, or is it the actual fighting? Like, do you do you train for the, you know, because you want to fight so bad, or is it just the whole thing?
2: I mean, I love everything, honestly, man. Like, yeah. I mean, I literally. Wake up every day and all I do is pretty much martial arts, like, all day. You know what I mean? Like, from the morning to the night. And I've never felt like it's a job. You know what I mean? Like, and I love every aspect of it. Like, training to me, I love it. Like, I have, like, when I'm here, I got a gym. I got a bunch of students. Now, like, I don't train to fight anymore. You know what I mean? But I still train. Like, when I can't train, I feel, like, different. You know what I mean? Like, not different, but just not, like, fulfilled I guess you know what I mean like yeah we're in quarantine and everything man I've probably been training more than than I usually do when the gym is open I say because I'm just putting in work like I wake up in the morning I literally I do the same thing I do if it was the gym was open and it was a regular day I wake up I drink a little you know caffeine and I go to work out you know what I mean like, now I just do it in the backyard it's like
0: <laughs> cafecito but,
2: yeah but I love you know what I mean because I love it man like I wake up and I, I need that you know what I mean like so, but then fighting, absolutely, that's, like, I don't know, man. That's just, like, a feeling, like, you can't replicate that. That's, like, almost, like, like the gift, you know what I mean, of, oh, I guess, training in a sense. And not everybody loves to fight, you know what I mean? But, man, mm-hmm. it's just, that's, like, a feeling you can't, like, you can't get that anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like, I used to rap with, with Dre, and it's it's similar to, like, performing for me like mm-hmm. but like i don't know maybe like on a whole nother level i'd say but yeah yeah but very similar you know what i mean like
1: yeah i don't You're, know I you it, yourself like, in a different way you know
2: oh yeah absolutely but like i don't know man like uh, fighting like being in a fight like in a real like in the ring you know what i mean like to me it's almost like like out of body experience it's almost like the most alive i've ever felt i could say
0: mm, wow There's, that's a strong yeah. statement
2: so
1: one one thing about you right is like obviously like we came up rapping together and all that shit and like i when i started training with you and not just not like martial arts training like just uh physical training like fucking going to the gym and shit lifting weights and shit like you you're the the person that like got me going to the gym and doing all that right like i noticed right away that you're a natural teacher you know so so watching like the way that you've transitioned those natural skills into like opening up a gym and having this fucking huge team like bro i saw the beginning of your team and and you know compare that to what it is now it's it's pretty fucking impressive man oh,
2: it's night and day man but man i i always knew i was gonna be a teacher man that's one weird thing like as a kid i always knew i was gonna be a teacher and mm. i always knew it was gonna be something physical you know but like Obviously, like, growing up, you don't know what you want to do or what you want to be, I guess, like, but for some reason, even as a kid, like, I knew I was going to be a teacher, man. I don't know why, but – and yeah. even, even like, because, yeah, I trained, right? But, I mean, we could sit here all night. But, yeah, my story I, – I don't have a, a million fights because of situations. Like, I had heart surgeries coming up, so – I was training, but I didn't get to compete as much. And then I kind of got thrust into coaching, which even when I was like an amateur fighter, I would teach the beginner program under my coach because I told him I want to coach. And he saw that, too. He was like, man, you know how to relate things to people. You know how to like he was like, and it's not just like, you know how to talk to like the person that needs to see it, the person that needs to hear it, like because everybody learns different. You know what I mean? It's not something like. There's a blueprint, and this is how you coach. Obviously, you know what I mean. Right. That's why good coaches and bad coaches. But I just feel like I, I, I guess I have that gift in a sense, like that I know how to relate things to different people. But I always wanted to coach. Like, yeah, I I love fighting because I love fighting. I love the competition part of it, like the feeling, the all of that. Getting even training, getting ready for the fight, like the bad days, like all of it. It's just. I just love it. I enjoy it. You know, it's the process. But, um, like, I always wanted to be a coach. I wanted to fight just because I love fighting. I love the competition. In my mind, honestly, I never thought about like, yes, I wanted to win championship belts and that. But more so as a coach, like, it's a different feeling, man. Like, like perfect example. Like when I first put somebody to fight because I cornered a lot of fights. But my first student fighting and I was in the corner man I've never been that nervous for a fight ever like Mm -hmm. for me fighting like I don't get like you get nerves before a fight but it's not like nervous like this is nervous like I have no control over this situation this is somebody that I've seen work their ass off to get ready to fight put in all the work we came up with the game plan we worked it we you know put in everything now they got to do it, and I can't do it anymore. Like, I can't fix it. They got to do it. Like, and that's, okay. that's a great feeling. Man.
0: Now, now you know what Mr. Miyagi was feeling.
2: <laughs> For real.
0: When he sent Daniel's son in there. <laughs> For real.
2: It's crazy, man. But, yeah, man, I mean, not to just go off on, you
0: know. No, man, that's really interesting. Okay. Um, that's why we're here, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, so how big is the team now from when it started to now? I mean, you started, obviously... I mean, first of all, I guess, what's the name of the gym? Let's start there, right? Let's talk about the gym.
2: Muay Thai. It's Bushido Muay Thai. Yeah, it's, you know, that's it. We've been, man, I've been operating now for like seven years.
0: Seven years, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've moved around. and But I got my location now. I've been there over three years already.
0: You guys are on Bird, right?
2: We're right off Bird and 72nd Avenue, yeah. Nice. And so... Now we got, you know, I mean, over the years, obviously, like, you know, we've grown. The gym has grown. Like, now we have, we have, like, a 14-fighter fight team. I got pro MMA guys. I got...
0: You're uh, traveling straight- to Thailand all the time?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I try to go to Thailand. Well, I do go to Thailand every year. Um, that's when I get to fight, but...
0: Uh, oh, okay. So so
1: why... Did, I, I always wanted to know this. So you said that, like, um, your neighbor was a boxing trainer um and then you had another friend that that was an amateur boxer okay so boxing and you had another friend that did taekwondo so like why do you think it was muay thai that you gravitated to
2: man honestly uh street fighter had a, a lot to do with it just seeing sagat in street fighter as a kid i was like man i want to fight like that dude like and then that that led me into looking into muay thai and then seeing like damn like you know what i mean like no lie And this last time, like, when I was in Thailand now, a couple months ago, or or last month, actually, um, I actually met the real Saga, like, the guy that they made the character. Yeah, yeah.
1: Amazing. You have a a Saga tattoo, don't you?
2: Yeah, I got a Saga tattoo on my ribs that I got when I was like, what? I don't know, man. I was young as hell when I got that. That's one of my first tattoos, I think. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, no no bullshit. Like, yeah, man, Saga had a big, big influence on me. It kind of led me to start looking... And I looked into and I found it and I was just like, yo, this is the, the ultimate fighting style. Like, I don't know. And then, I mean, I, I remember going to, uh, like, even Freestyle Fighting Academy when I was there, like, way back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I, I love the striking and the Muay Thai aspect. And there was a lot of grapplers there, and they used to be like, oh, Muay Thai guys. You know what I mean? Like, it was almost, like, rare, you know? And, and it still is, in a sense. It's It's caught on, and it's become huge in the u.s now but even like i say in miami there's not a lot of
0: muay thai gyms yeah it's a vicious sport shout out to
1: street fighter because i was a mortal Kombat guy but there's no gyms that teach you how to freeze people
0: yeah (laughs) i was a Raiden guy personally. (laughs) you you're right
1: there's no gym that teaches you how to fucking shoot lightning from your hands and shit
0: i could electrocute your ass but not with my hands (laughs)
1: And, and so even in watching fights do you feel like you gravitated to like muay thai type fighters
2: yeah, for sure.
1: Because loved- you were watching MMA before you were watching, like, straight kickboxing fights, right?
2: No, I don't think so. No? No, I don't. I watched a lot of uh, a lot of boxing. Right. I yeah. Always loved, like, you know, striking, you know? I'm also Cuban, so, you know, I, I grew up watching a lot of boxing.
0: Yeah.
2: Love boxing. I box a lot, even in my style. Like, even the gym I go to in, in Thailand, they're heavy boxing, and and leg kick and body kick gym, you know. So um, but yeah, I mean, I watched a lot of kickboxing, man. I used to love kickboxing. And and then like the the, the taekwondo kid that lived down the street, his dad actually had a taekwondo gym. My parents just didn't want me to like get into martial arts because they thought I fought a lot. <laughs> right. So so and he would watch a lot of kickboxing, you know. I actually watched the first UFC at their house, like, mm. like you know what I mean? Like I saw that and then that got me looking and like, oh, man, the kicks are so cool. Like, I love the kicking and the knees, like, using the legs, you know? Because I did guess you, since I grew up in some of boxing, you know,
1: Did you watch the first UFC on pay-per-view or did you rent the video afterwards?
2: It's had a little, like, illegal box.
1: Okay. So, but you watched it live, like, when it was happening?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, like, me too. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: I remember the whole like lead up to that, that like the whole lead up to the UFC, because I used to watch wrestling back then when it was like Undertaker and all that shit, and they were like advertising heavy in that world. So like I remember watching like, yo, this is real, it's no holds barred, and all that shit, no rules. (laughs) Yeah, and to be honest, like, uh, you know, looking back now, I feel stupid about it, but to be honest, back then I was like. This is some bullshit when I saw, like, Royce Gracie and, and like, jujitsu. You know what I mean? When I saw that in action, I was like, man, this is bullshit, bro. They're just fucking laying there. Like, I didn't understand. I couldn't compute, you know?
2: Yeah, hey, you don't understand it exactly. You've never seen that shit before. Yeah. yeah. No, man, I oh, shit. I loved MMA. You know what I mean? Like, I trained a lot of MMA back in the day. But my passion was just always striking. Like, I don't yeah.
0: know. I you it. mentioned um, training in, in, uh, overseas. Like, how does the training compare there versus here? like in thailand
2: Uh, man it's just it's just intense i guess like and in a different way because it's a whole different mentality over there man like far hard in thailand like you spar hard but in a controlled manner like here i guess it's just the you know mentality of like needing to like kill shit and beat shit up and you know what i mean sparring always tends to be a little harder here um they hit pads like if they were fighting pad mm-hmm. rounds are really intense over there you're gonna be throwing a lot hard and it's just a way of life over there man like you know i i always feel like i'm training to guys that have been training since they were five years old and they basically have lived at a gym since they were five years old When I go over there, I live at the gym. Like, I don't live, like, in a hotel. I literally live in a little shack at the gym, you know? Like, not a shack. You got a little room, you know what I mean? Like, it's basically a a bed, a a little desk, you know, and a shower. Like, the bathroom is just a toilet and a a little shower head that comes out of the wall, and the water just drains into a little drain, and you got a little mirror and a sink, you know? It's just all you need, man. And and that's the other thing, man. It's just, it it humbles you a lot, and it also kind of, like, I love being over there because it just teaches you to, like, not really need anything, man. Like, and I'm so happy when I'm there because, all I, I i mean, you get fed twice a day. You train twice a day. Like, that's all you're doing is training and, and recovery. And that's six days a week. You know, yeah. two sessions yeah. a day, six days a week. You spar every day or you clinch every day. You do at least 10 rounds of pads every day, uh, hit the bag, do your conditioning. You're running in the morning. Usually, I'm over there. I'm waking up, like, at 15 you know tie time um mm-hmm. my tea getting my running shoes on get a nice little stretch and then go for like a six mile run and then you come back you jump right on the pads or on the bag if there's no trainer available because everybody's hitting pads and then basically you do a little bit of conditioning there like abs weights if you want whatever you do for your then that's your morning session you have breakfast take a nap wake up
0: relax do it again. To-
2: I do five rounds of pads and then spar a clinch you know what I mean? oh, that's weak, man so if you get better really fast man and not only that but you're sparring I remember the first time I went to Thailand I was sparring with some dude and I, I literally like I couldn't really hit him and I was just like mind blown like no time nothing we sparred for like I'd say a good 12 to 14 minutes straight and I might have hit dude like maybe one or two times and I was just like I wasn't even mad. I was just mind-blown. Like, yo, like, I know there's levels, obviously. And this was, you know, what, four or five, like, four years ago. So, and I went and I sat down on the bench, and Abigail from Sidman Charter, she's like, uh, she basically helps run Sidman Charter. She's an amazing person. And uh, she comes sit next to me, and she's like, what's up? And I started laughing. I'm like, yo, I just think I hit dude, like, two times in, like, 14 minutes. And she starts laughing. And she's like, well, he's got 800 fights. And I was just like, and she's like, and it's really like 900. She's like, but he doesn't count his fights from when he was younger than like 13. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense.
1: (laughs) That, that like, there, there really is levels to this shit, you know? That It's funny because, it, it, like, me, obviously on a lot of, a like, lower level, but, like, I trained with you for, for a bit, you know what I mean? And, like, when I moved to New York, you know, I was still, like, going to the gym every day and, like, it, I made sure to sign up at a gym where they had, like, a heavy bag and shit. And I was, like, you know, still training, like, doing, like, the training that we would do, you know what I'm saying? And I would hit the heavy bag every day, kick the bag or whatever, and one day some dude walks in and he's like, yo, man, I see you hitting the bag and shit. Like, you want to spar? And I was like, yeah, I'm down, you know, and uh, set yeah, you up <laughs> yo, my man, like I'm putting on the gear and shit like that. And this fool puts on a puts in a mouthpiece. And I was like, oh, shit. OK, yeah. like, spar, spar, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and it turns out the dude was a fucking uh, amateur boxer and shit. But like I realized that real quick because I'm in a fucking Muay Thai stance and this dude is standing like in a boxing stance. I'd never seen a boxing stance like that. You know what I'm saying? So I hit him once literally hit him once with like the first jab I threw and it's because I have long arms so I think I caught him off guard bro. I never yeah, hit him as- yeah I did. never hit him again <laughs> Like I had to figure out how to get to him you know what I mean
2: yeah man
1: there's definitely
2: like you're you're also like sparring or like fighting with somebody that like does it every day you know what I mean like and to me it's just like like anything man it, it's you know 10,000 hours man you know it, that's Straight up, you know what I mean? The work you put in, like... Like, that's man, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm... That's the other... I, I guess that's the other thing I love about martial arts and Muay Thai. Like, bro, I'm, I'm nowhere... Like, I'm not competing, like, anything anymore other than the enjoyment of competing. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm still, like, in love with getting better every day. You know what I mean? Like, because there's so many levels, like, I feel like, all right, I can never be... You know what I mean? Like, like amazing at this. Like, but I love that about, you know what I mean?
1: Like, yeah. 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 You can't like, there's no like peak. There's no peak. You just keep improving. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone has a physical peak, but that's a, you know, you can't help that kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I feel, I feel like Thailand prepared you for these Rona times too. Like, you know, like <laughs> you've been living with the shower out of the wall and shit. Like you're good, oh. you're ready for this shit. This shit is easy for you.
2: Uh, honestly, man, like I, I didn't. I, I think, I think Sunday will be three weeks that I've been back. Like, you know what I mean. So a lot of this shit was going on. I was over there, and it, it's it's. Oh shit! Whole, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. man, I almost got stuck over there. Like I, I almost was like should have still been there. My flight started getting canceled. Like it, it was a whole like. <laughs> That's a whole story in itself, man. Like, and, how was, back.
1: And, and how was Thailand uh, handling it? How was Thailand handling it? Because over here, absolutely. you know, it was like panic from the beginning,
2: you know? Absolutely. Well, Thailand had very few cases. Uh, I'm not going to lie, man. On the regular over there, like, I've been going over there for, like, four years now. Like, every year pretty much. And, like, on the regular, wear a mask over there. It's, like, a common thing. Like, so the whole mask thing didn't shock me as much because I'm, like, Okay, like this is regular fucking Thailand, like you know what I mean. Like at least like in the big city, or Bangkok, and then you know because where I where I be staying in in uh, in Tamaka, it's like two hours outside of Bangkok, and uh, mostly because of traffic, but it's it's you know about two hours out to the south, I believe, of, of Bangkok, and it's a small town. There, it's not like a lot of foreigners, like um, and there you'll see the mask even on a regular like no Rona, you know what I mean, but. Mm-hmm. Like and you'll see the people with the mask. Not not as many as now, but so and then even even back then when everything was going nuts here already. Like I would wake up, and talk to, to people back here, and I'm like, yo, like, what are you talking about? Like for real? Like because right. everything over there was pretty chill, man. Like yeah, there was like worries and everybody was washing their hands. They were they were like checking people's temperatures at certain places. Like when Alexa fought, uh, two of my fighters actually got to fight while we were there, um, and when Alexa, fought, they scanned us. They gave you. They gave you a mask. They put hand sanitizer on. If they got your cell phone, they put it in a ziplock bag. They wipe it with a wipe. Put it in a ziplock bag. Lock that up. You can't take it out. Like wow. while you're in the event, you know what I mean. Like mind you, this was like we You know what I mean. This is like so. They had man. I, I don't know. I feel like Thailand had a good a good plan and they were prepared. Like, they sound pre- better
0: prepared than we were for sure. Yeah,
2: absolutely, I think the world was, but the um. Almost <laughs> but uh, and not only that, but the the mentality over there, the Thai mentality, is way more chill. Nobody over there really gets like crazy upset. Like it's it's a completely different mentality, man. That's one of the other things. Like, you know, obviously, you could tell I fucking love Thailand. You know what I mean? Like, and that's one of the one of the things, man. It's like completely different mentality. Like real laid back. Like me and Abigail were talking about it because uh, Abigail from Chai, she she married uh uh one of the fighters from the gym years ago. She's actually uh I believe she's British Canadian. She lives in Thailand, she's been living there for years now, helps run the gym, like um so we were talking about her and she's like, Man, like the Thai people almost have so much more to worry about that it's almost like all right, you know what I mean? Like Little it's there. just something else we gotta deal with, you know? And she's like, Man, people are over here. Dying of other shit, like you know what I mean, and you know, it's it's a pretty poor country, like. But it's also like the Buddhist mentality is just such a different. Like I'm, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I don't see a lot of people getting upset and screaming, and like you know, traffic is insane, and it's not like you know, you rarely hear a horn. It's like a beep, you know, like no middle fingers, like. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, but it but it makes you like makes you relaxed almost like you're almost like. Like, Your whole uh-huh. tone
0: changed when you started talking about it. You were like, I just got to tell you guys, Thailand is really relaxed.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, they we're dealing with it really well, man. Like, there, there wasn't a lot of cases. Like, I mean, eventually, yeah, they shut down. Like, I was over there. I, me, and, me and Gerby, one of my students, we were both supposed to fight on Max Muay Thai. Max Muay Thai's uh, Lupini had shut down. Rajadam had shut down. They had started shutting down all the stadiums. Like, we went. I went to Rajadam. I think two nights before they shut it down. And there they scanned you at the door, hand sanitizer, everybody with a mask, like and this was you know, way before, man. Like this was weeks ago. Uh mm. and they shut it down. Two nights later, Lumpini got shut down. Max Muay Thai was still running fights with nobody in the stadium. You know what I mean? Like mm. this was going on, like I said, like when was this? I was supposed to fight March no, my bad. Yeah, March 26th Okay. Um, I ended up leaving. Oh, Thailand. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I ended up leaving Thailand on the twentieth. I was able to get a, a flight on the twentieth to come home.
0: And what were they telling you? Like, uh, so you were supposed to fly back later than that, obviously. And then
2: yeah, well, I had already been there for like like two. Th- you know, yeah. I he's, usually go and spend like said a two, month. Three weeks. What's up?
1: Two, three weeks, you said? Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got there before anything. Like, it had started to, like, become a, kind of an issue, but there was no travel advisories. There was nothing. So we got there, and they canceled. We were going over there for the World Championships. I had four fighters. Uh, I had on the, the U.S. national team. So we were going for the World Championships. Nice. That got canceled. We get there, that gets canceled.
0: That so sucks.
2: we were going to Sipman China anyway, so we went over, we went to Sidmanchai. We were going to go there, stay there, train, go to the tournament, fight, and come back. Um, so we just went to Sidmanchai and just spent the month. Uh, they had already had fights lined up for us. So uh, Jose fought. He fought, like, at a festival, uh, won TKO second round. Alexa fought, won TKO second round. And then me and Gerby were finished off with the last two fights. But he was leaving stack like, at different dates anyway. Alexa left on her normal flight. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, like, I can't remember what day it was, but we all get a notification that our flights from Dubai to Fort Lauderdale were canceled. So I'm like, that's strange, you know? So like, okay. get on the phone <laughs> with them. I change my flight. They give me another flight of uh, flying Dubai, New York, New York, Fort Lauderdale. So I'm mm-hmm. like, cool, no charge. They do it. Uh, two days later, they cancel that flight. And I'm and then shit's getting crazier and crazier people back home are starting to get me worried because they're like yo it's fucking crazy like people are fighting there's no toilet paper (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: the news from america there's no toilet paper there's no toilet paper paper.
1: jesus christ man
2: i start reading articles and i'm like damn and i start reading articles about that they're gonna shut the borders down and i'm like all right hold up so i'm just like but i'm still focused on my fight so I book a different flight flying into orlando now and i'm like yo somebody will drive up and pick me up you know what i mean like whatever so i changed my flight to orlando and uh i keep training man so me and gerby start cutting weight you know what i mean like just you know, miserable training in hot ass thailand and, you know, what
1: weight were you fighting at
2: i was 153
1: okay so and, what, and what's your walking weight maho uh,
2: i mean i got to thailand like i think i got there like 66 65 mm. more or less because i had already of down i usually roll around like 170 um yeah man so i'm over there cutting weight start getting to like miserable days already you know what i mean i had lost like i think seven pounds in like two days and so i was you know but i was already getting a little bit like dead you know and I I finish my morning session. I take a shower. uh, I'm in my room waiting for breakfast, and I'm getting dressed and shit, and I hear somebody outside say, oh, Max Muay Thai Stadium got shut down? And I'm like, I'm just here. Like, (laughs) I'm dehydrated. (laughs) This can't be for real, you know? And then I get a message on my phone from, uh, from the owner of the gym. He's like, yo, man, they just shut down Max. And I'm just like, no.
0: So at that point, I
2: was like, all right. I need to get home. You know what I mean? If if I'm not fighting, you know what I mean? Like, and not only that, but that day, it really... Yo, there's nobody here. And that, 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 that uh, airport is always packed. Like, you know, every time I've ever been there, it's just tons of people everywhere. Like, and it was like, nobody it was crazy bro. i was just like Yo,
1: this is kind of so so kinda what weird. are you what are you thinking at this time because like you're you're outside of the country you don't get to see like what it's like in america when this whole ship breaks down you're not you know like privy to the whole like panic that happened here but then all of a sudden your fight gets canceled your flight gets canceled another flight gets canceled you're fucking stuck in dubai and it, like what's going through your mind at this time
2: when I was stuck in Dubai, no lie, I was just like, I need to get on my fucking flight. That's all I kept thinking. Because even originally when I, when, when I got that flight, because that was the only flight basically that they had available for me. And so I jumped on that flight and I thought I had a two hour layover in Dubai. And it ended up being a 12 and a half or 12 and a half hour layover in Dubai. So mm-hmm. when I get there, I look at my ticket and I'm like, oh my God. And so- you can't
0: even leave the terminal.
2: I didn't even have a... No, I can't leave the terminal. You know what I mean? I mean, the airport in Dubai, the terminal is like a fucking mall. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Uh But regardless, I'm like, okay, I don't have a gate yet. I don't even have, like, a a letter for a gate. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm just like, all right, fuck it. So I go eat, and then I found, like, a little spot where I could sit, and there was, like, the the little board with the, you know, with the flights. By this point, I had walked up and down that shit a bunch of times. I don't want to be close to people. You know what I mean? Like, like, so... But I'm seeing flights getting canceled. One to Boston, canceled. One to New York, canceled. I'm like, yo, I'm flying to Orlando. I don't think it's a gang of motherfuckers trying to fly to Orlando. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck is going to Orlando? From Dubai. And, I'm and- like, yo. And, and mind you, I'm in Dubai, man. Like, there's not... I hadn't seen another American person, even anybody speaking English. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm just sitting there like, you know, here and there people, would, you know. And I'm just like, all right. And then out of nowhere, I hear some some people talking. And the lady's like, we should have got the flight to Orlando. And I'm like, like, what? And I turn around, and she's like, and then her husband's like, yeah, well, they probably cancel that one, too. And I was like, I couldn't even help it. I was like, yo, don't say that. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts laughing. He's like, you flying? And I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, you're American? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, shit, somebody that speaks English. And we both started laughing. And I'm just like, so we started it up they had been there for like i don't know how many hours like but it was wild man yeah it's like and it was just it was i'm not gonna lie like you said i was in thailand like i didn't experience the whole popping off of this and everybody going crazy and you know what i mean like so even even talking to people back home i was like "Ah, a bunch of bullshit it's talking about you know what i mean like i was just kind of
0: that's some Hayaliya shit (laughs) mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's it's
2: but I, I was just kind of like, man, anybody going crazy over here? Like, what are you talking about? Like,
0: No, it, it turned many, out it was everybody.
1: How many people were on your flight?
2: The flight was pretty packed, man, because it was a bunch of college students that were getting home from I don't know where. And I think they were from, like, FAU or something like that. Um, Honestly, bro, I had – I spent, like, I don't know how many thousand dollars, bro, to, to get on that flight. Because all they had was business class. So – I had to spend crazy money to get home you know what I mean like but I mean it was some ball shit <laughs> but, <laughs> but I had to I mean but it, like straight up though, I felt like James Bond I can't lie but like, yeah, you're gonna just,
0: fly so, for 24 hours you gotta do it in style you know it,
2: it made it a whole lot better that's the best flight I ever had coming home from town like probably the worst situation <laughs>
1: but, uh, bugger, you, gotta look, you gotta look at the
2: positive man to spend that money that shit was wild bro like
0: well listen and they Air- had
2: cancelled my money, but then they won't give me a they'll only give me a voucher for a future flight. And I'm like, man, come on, man.
0: <laughs> listen, airlines might not exist after this, so you might have enjoyed like one of the last, you know, first a- class.
2: They're gonna get a big ass bailout and they're gonna be fine. They're gonna keep yeah. charge three hundred dollars for an extra fucking book bag. You know what I mean? Like <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, bastards. Now they're gonna charge you for like uh disinfectant. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Disinfectant fee. So, so how has this
1: shit affected your gym? Because that's that's your business. You know what I mean. And and you're an, an independent business owner. And you know, so like my mom's an independent business owner too. And I'm seeing the way like how she's struggling. Like she's gotta pay employees. She's trying to apply for these these fucking government loans that they're they're fucking giving out and shit like that. And it's all been a mission. So and and you know what you do, uh, you know it's a it. it requires a lot of face to face contact and, and just a lot of contact in general you literally do contact sports you know what i mean so how has this changed your business and uh what are you doing like like uh in response to that
2: well i mean the gym is closed you know obviously we can't have classes right now um, can't can't be in the gym you know what i mean so like basically me every day i send out to my members i have a private page where where they get a link two workouts at a day you know what I mean um I've been to have a lot of loyal members that obviously when we open back up I'm gonna reward them all that have stuck with me and I understand I've had a lot that have had to like you know cancel their member freeze their memberships because they've lost their jobs they're they're laid off you know right. what I mean uh, so things are crazy you know and yes I have applied for every loan and grant possible and I mean, I haven't gotten anything, you know. And the the PPP loan ran out of money already. Yeah. Um, they're you know going through their whole whatever it is that they do to figure out you know how we can get a little more money. But you know, I don't know. Gonna, I honestly have a plan already for how I'm going to do things when when things open up again. Obviously, if they give us some sort of guidelines, I would have to adjust to those. But I, I can I can run a class and keep people six feet away from each other and and. Uh, we can work you know i'll be not going to be like partner drills but you know i got enough heavy bags i got enough space i have two basically two open spaces where i can run classes um yeah man i I had to pay the rent the other day you know what i mean and and it is what it is and the landlord even told me like look man we'll we'll figure out next month you know because i already know what's going on and how crazy it is right but but i just keep you know i I, i'm I always try to find the positive in things, man. So in my, in my opinion, I'm like, man, we're going to come out better from this, but like it's it forced me to go a little more uh, online, which I've wanted to do for a while. So it got me recording videos every day, breaking down drills, me myself, I wanted to do it. And I've had countless people tell me, man, you should do those videos. Um, even right. Dre told me before, like, yo, you should do fucking online instructional videos. And, uh, so I, it got me going there, uh got me editing again so i'm editing my own videos and, and sending them out to the students um,
1: because like we went to film school together and you went there for for editing so that yep. that's, that's actually I, I didn't even think about that so you're actually utilizing those skills that you yep. learned so many years ago in fucking film school and and you know and, and merging it with what you're doing now
0: absolutely so let me ask you um so- if, if they say may 15th everybody can reopen right uh are you reopening that day that very same day, right? I have a yeah.
2: 24-hour Muay Thai marathon the day we...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not leaving the gym. The day we could open, I'm going there at fucking 5.30 in the morning, and I'm not leaving. Like,
1: shit. I, I bet, man. I bet. Yeah. But I like what you said there, that it it's kind of forced you to accelerate other things that you were planning to do Absolutely. anyway. And look, it's done, the same, it's done the same thing with us with the podcast. Like, we've been mm-hmm. wanting to look into like getting guests from out of state because you know we do fucking we do the podcast in person you know what i mean so like we have really been willing to like do skype interviews and shit like that but you know that we're fucking around with like instagram live now we're fucking yeah. around with a bunch of shit that we've been talking about that we've been wanting to do in this like we've been using this situation which is a pretty negative situation And spinning it into something positive. Because, man, at the end of the day, that's all we could do at this point,
0: man. Yeah, Dre taught me what Instagram Live
2: was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like last week. Yeah,
2: last week. I mean, I just, to me, it's like the situation is the situation, man. I mean, you could look at it however you want to look at it, you know. I mean, everything is the same, man. We just got to keep adjusting like anything, you know. Like how the gym grows and I got more students and more fighters and traveling to time, you know, it's it just is what it is man the time ain't stopping you know what i mean so why, yeah. why should we i've seen a lot of people like oh it's we're stay at home i just you know i just lay around and i'm like man i can't i can't live like that like i can't uh, do it you yeah, know what i mean
0: here yeah
2: so if anything it's just forced me to find different things i guess to do with my time you know mm. um and that's you know that's that's the beauty of it exactly like when people like you know Figure out those obstacles, I guess. If you want to say, like, you guys now are gonna, you know, can, uh, how much more can that really expand the podcast, bro? If you could start interviewing people from everywhere, you know, right. like, know. yeah, yeah,
1: man. Yeah, man. And and uh, like we mentioned this on the last episode, like human beings are are innovative by nature, and like, oh, you know, like when something goes to, like when we're faced with a problem. I think it's our nature to like try to solve that problem and I think that's what separates us from the rest of the animal kingdom really you know so so where people see where some people see this corona thing as as devastation like a lot of us also see it as an opportunity you know and I I think that's the right mentality moving forward what the fuck are we gonna do bro we're not scientists we're not gonna come up
0: with the goddamn vaccine you know what I mean like someone for yourself (laughs) um no but i'm just saying like i you can look at it from both angles Uh though because that's how i feel i feel like i'm looking at it from like yeah i'm worried you know but i'm also feel like yes there's opportunity there like to take advantage of but i'm also worried about like that this is going to drag out long term and for like businesses like manny's you know like where he needs to reopen as soon as possible you know it's kind of a scary time i would say you know
1: so let me uh, let me ask you this to get off the ownership for a little bit. So uh, I I I like how you said that you're utilizing like your editing skills, right? Do you feel like you're utilizing any skills that you picked up from when you were doing the rap thing?
2: <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like with uh, my editing?
1: Yeah, just in your everyday. Okay, so like I'll give you an example. All those years that I was like fucking, you know trying to promote my music and being out there and, and, you know, starting projects and actually seeing them through to completion and then marketing those projects and shit like that. Like, I feel like I've harnessed those skills and used them in my, I use them in my eight and my day-to-day job. Now, like I'm, I'm, I work in marketing, you know what I'm saying? And like, I wouldn't have been able to do this job if it wasn't for all the shit that I learned from doing music all those years. So do you feel like you picked up any skills Uh, that you're utilizing in your day-to-day life now
2: everything everything i do man like i feel like man like we were kids you know what i mean but we we went hard with that shit you know what i mean like in a different time too like and and we man we did a lot of shit man we we drove across the country because of music like we performed in front of big ass crowds man like like it wasn't all just, you know, small clubs, like, you know, when we did, like, the show with Mob Deep, and then there, I mean, probably a thousand people in that place, at least, you know what I mean, and it's not like, oh my god, a stadium, but we've done pretty big shows, we performed in front, like, everything, man, down to, to rhythm, like, just having rhythm, you know what I mean, like, you know how much that helps you in Muay Thai, man, that's like, almost everything, you know what I mean, like, I don't know, I feel like, everything i do man like i feel like music and being a rapper and an artist and hell yeah like the even like when i'm editing like because that's what came to mind like you know what i mean like even like the tempo of the editing like you know like oh i need to cut this back a few more seconds because the way this scene cuts into this one i don't like the way the you know this arm looks here you know what i mean like all that shit, yeah. like that's tempo and rhythm and you know what i mean like and fighting, man, because fight, it's all art, man, martial arts, you know, music, like, to me, it's all art, you know what I mean? Like, man, it, like, it's funny, like, I was thinking about this the other day, like, even besides the rapture, we used to play a lot of fucking basketball, like, you and me, we used to play basketball like crazy. And uh, the other day, I was like, boxing and I was like, man, like, damn, thank God I play so much basketball. Like, I feel like, like, I'm a natural southpaw, but I switch my stance like crazy, and I can... I can fight Orthodox or Southpaw and and even unconsciously I do it like as I'm moving around. And I feel like that's all basketball. Like I play a lot of sports, I guess, growing up. I play a little bit of football. But man, basketball for me, footwork, like like yeah. deception, like fight, like man, that's all. Like you know, yeah. like, man, even rapping, like thinking on the spot, man, like that, you don't think that translates to like fighting, bro? Like of course you know what i mean battling like thinking of rhymes like man that's like the same shit as like slipping and attacking with something like i feel like that's all the same you know like
1: we're and we were sharpening our minds period you know what i mean not like we were doing like you know ignorant kind of rap like we were actually like we cared about the craft you know what i'm saying and and like, put a lot of work into, like, making it intricate and making it mean something. And, and dude, that's
0: all, like, mental exercises. That it shows, though. Like, that the four show. I think a lot of people watching this is going to get a kick out of seeing the two of you because of that album. You know, like, which I don't even know if you guys know, like, how much it meant to, like, us locally or whatever. But that four show album is, like, that's the shit. I mean, I'm telling you, one of my best friends in this world I met him because he was bumping that shit. You know what I mean. And before that, I had seen him a bunch of times. He was my neighbor. I was like, he looked like a thug. I'm like, I ain't talking to that thug. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a gentleman and shit. But then, like one day, he came up rolling, bumping that shit. I was like, yo, that's my boy. You know. So like, yeah. you know. And I'm sure other people have stories about your shit. You know what I mean? So like,
1: it's almost. It
0: almost like
1: upsets me sometimes, you know what I mean? Cause like I've put out so much music since the four show and like people that's I'm sorry still, people's favorite shit, man. No, not you. I'm just saying like even to this day, like it's my favorite know, shit. Like straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like it just captured like a moment in time. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think at that moment in Miami, um, I think we were kind of we were unique in like the type of music we were making i don't think there was anyone i think now you know if you look at the local scene now there's a lot of dudes that that care about like the craft of rhyming but back then there weren't that many of us you know what i mean it was us j pure there was a few cats obviously dynas you know what i mean scam um but it wasn't that many and shit. yeah
0: that
1: actually cared about the craft you know
0: no, but yeah, you're right. That was like lightning in a bottle in that album because, like, obviously there's other great projects you guys did after that, but like that album, just even like the the fact that the audio quality on some of the songs wasn't that great and shit. It just was like that perfect storm of shit, you know? Like that you put into a big pot and it turns out great. You know what I mean? Like,
1: and I'll tell you another thing that probably
0: translates into martial
1: arts is like, bro, me and you were sparring on every track, dude. You know what oh. I'm saying? Like, it gave me a reason to have to to have to come hard with it dude.
2: Exactly. you have to be sharper yeah you gotta work you gotta you know what i mean keep putting in the work yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah uh, you I, I think
2: also, honestly man like one of the biggest things that it helped me with too was getting over being such a fucking perfectionist i think too man. like i used to get so obsessive about like every rhyme being like the perfect rhyme that it almost taught me to like release a little bit, you know, relax a let,
0: little bit. Like, let me guess. Dre would be like, yeah, yeah, it's fine like that. Let's put it out, right? <laughs> and, like, not, fucking no, push no, it out. No, this
2: just not done. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not done. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even... I'd be that hard on myself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
1: And Dre's like, they, no,
0: no, no, it's fine. Just do it. Let's put it out.
1: <laughs> you, were, you were always harder on yourself than I was for some reason, man. Like, you were... You yeah. really... A, I mean, like, people know me as a perfectionist, but, like, you fucking... Wouldn't even want to put the shit out if your shit wasn't right, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. helped me back a lot, man. Like I, I should have done. I feel like I should have done more, almost. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, it is what it is. I guess that's what it, that lesson had to be taught to me in I that, that way. I guess. People like, would that. agree
1: <laughs> with that. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Like a lot of people would have wanted to hear more shit from you because, like, bro, you got you had fucking fans out here, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the people really. Now, I mean- did the, the, the fucking rhymes and shit.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I remember, like, yeah, having, like, some people that like my shit. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. It was never even, like, about that to me. Like, yeah. I just was, like, I guess so much of a, my own critic. You know what I mean? Like...
0: I always thought you were better than that other guy wherever he was. <laughs>
1: the other guy in your group. That guy oh. so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get the itch to, to do it again?
2: Yeah, I always got that itch. You know what I mean? I, I feel like it's almost like, it's almost like fighting. You know what I mean? Like, you'll never really get rid of that shit. Like, somebody that's, it, not somebody that's fought because there's been people that fight and don't like it. You know, they don't enjoy it, obviously. But, like, that's something like, I don't know, it's competitive, like you said, bro. It's still like, you know what I mean? Like, I absolutely get the itch. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, now I got time, but we can't go nowhere. So it's like, yeah. Right. I, I, <laughs> now there's
1: no excuses, now. Huh? Yeah. Thank you, coronavirus. We, we might get a, a little's album, man. Yeah.
2: Sure. <laughs> Recorded <it> on Skype.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. like starting to to dabble a little bit too. I'm starting to to fuck with <laughs> some shit too. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. that? Yeah. Was that? Yeah. Huh? Oh no, I thought you said
2: something. Uh, sure. I said we, we we had like spoke about it real quick. You mentioned it to me. We didn't speak about it. You just mentioned it to me. And I was like, ah, I knew it was coming next. I was like, this motherfucker gonna ask me to spit some.
0: <laughs> of course, man. Of course. <laughs> you can spit <laughs> some Muay Thai bars, dog.
2: <laughs> For real right? Nah. I can't do that. <laughs> nah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, the last verses you did, you had some Muay Thai shit in there.
2: Yeah, I think I might have said something, man. Honestly, I don't even remember my verses. That shit's. I, the other day, I was thinking about, about that, and I was like, damn, like I don't, I don't remember my verses, and I used, to, I never used to write them down either. Remember? So I, like. I don't know. The other day I was thinking about it. I was like, because eh. I don't have the songs. I gotta look up the songs again.
1: Do you ever? Do you ever listen to the shit? Like, when's the last time you heard your yeah. your own shit?
2: I listened to Champion. I remember listening to that maybe like I don't know, maybe like six months ago.
1: That song is like the great what if, man. I it, know. That song right there is what a new ID four album would have sounded like. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I, maybe like a year and a half, ago, I think uh I had I had two of my fighters fighting in the Keys. And uh it's a little like an amateur local show, but it's a really well run show and they give you an apartment, uh, a hotel room in the keys for the whole weekend. So nice Saturday night, you know, hotel in the keys, you fight Saturday night, you know. So it's we usually jump on that car when we can. And we're driving down there and it's me and one of my fighters and uh female fighter, she's a, a, in her thirties, she's already thirty, uh and she's from New York, and uh, we're driving one day, and we're, we're driving down there, and uh, we're talking shit about music, and she loves hip-hop, you know what I mean? So we're talking shit, this and that, and somehow something came up, and I was like, yeah, I, I used to rap, and oh, cause she showed me one of her homie shit, and, and she seen my reaction, I couldn't really, you know how I am, I couldn't, I, I was just riding, and I'm
0: like, and I'm just like, mm, interesting yeah, you know what I
2: mean? I'm just like raising my eyebrows, like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? And she's like, so, she's pretty bright, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, for sure. And she started laughing she's like damn i can tell i can tell you ain't feeling that shit and i'm like no it's not that i'm not feeling it i just I, i'm not that impressed but whatever like he's not You know what i mean like i was like sorry I'm, I'm i'm a bit of a fucking critic when it comes to rap you know and then she she's no little <laughs> i was like well i mean yeah because i used to rap so i think i listen to music different you know and she's like for real you used to rap coach and i'm like yeah for real yeah, for straight up and she's like she's like nah get the fuck out of here and i'm like for real man like I used to be in i had a studio and everything and she's like So I put on champion because that shit's on YouTube, I think, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's on it's it's everywhere. It's somewhere. Yeah. It's on on like Spotify and all that shit too.
2: Yeah. It's on one of them shits. I don't know. I don't remember how I looked it up, but I looked it up. I put that shit on and we just riding. and she was quiet as fuck. And she was just like, you know, like opening her eyes, kind of like, you know, and like she was like, when that shit finished, she was like, which one were you? Or or she was like, We're the first one, I think. I think I'm first on that song, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: and she was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And she was like, "Why didn't you fucking become a rapper?" And I just started laughing, and I was like, "Well, I was. You didn't hear the fucking song, you know what I mean?" And she's laughing. (laughs) She's like, no, but you and me are like real rappers. Like, you guys are like real rappers." And I was laughing, and she's like, "I was like, brother, like, like the beat, everything. Like, we recorded that shit ourselves. Like," and she was just like yo, what the fuck? She's like, put that shit again. And I was just like, for real? And she's like, I was like, man, I don't want to hear this shit no more.
0: <laughs> that's enough <laughs> of that. that
2: and she was just like, yo, y'all are like smooth as fuck, like saying fucking dope-ass metaphors. I was like, no, thank you. She was like, yo, that's crazy. How the fuck you guys didn't like blow the fuck up? I was like laughing, like no, no. you know what I mean? Like people don't want to hear, I guess, to Marketing is back. a
0: whole different game though, man. Yeah, it's cool. like...
2: absolutely. And it was a different time, bro. It was, you know what I mean. Like, it was just a little different back then. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, whatever, man. It is what it
0: is. It was fun. As I always yeah. told Dre, is like artists aren't businessmen. I don't want to be like in an office fucking marketing a fucking project. You know what I mean? Like, you would just want to make the art and move on and have somebody else do that shit. You know. So, uh,
2: right. and, and and me and Dre were also fucking control freaks too. Like.
0: And you were in your early twenties, and there was yeah. no fucking internet, and it was like early twenties. Caveman and shit.
2: We were like fucking 14 together and shit, right? Like,
0: yeah, yeah, super was, young, dude. Yeah, man. Like, I thought you said you dropped the first album when you were oh, 20 or 20.
2: Yeah, but but we used to fucking, like, we met rapping, you know what I mean? And, and like, met and just been fucking, just started rapping, like, for fucking years, you know yep. what I mean? like
1: literally right away <laughs> but, but like that gap uh renee like that gap like you know we met at 14 15 and then we didn't put shit out till the 20s that just shows the level of perfectionism <laughs> like you yeah. know we weren't ready until we were ready you feel what i'm saying and, and yeah. we were like doing tapes and shit we were like recording but you know on a karaoke machine not in a studio yeah like,
2: we didn't have access to recording shit either you know yeah I
0: mean? shit was like tens yeah, of, yeah. Thousands of thousands of dollars
2: yeah no but then you got one date miami date like he got to miami date i was still a senior in high school and and uh, that's when we started recording and we recorded in the studio and it was just like oh shit like you know yeah. what i mean like yeah this is real <laughs> we
1: made it <laughs> yeah that's it we made it yeah yeah and we used to we used to fucking drive around with in a fucking car with our our faces on it and shit we had like the wrapped fucking car and all that shit remember uh, that yeah,
0: yeah. that's uh, awesome. yeah okay.
1: But, like, uh, I think some people that listen to the show will, will appreciate the ID4 stuff, man. Because for some reason, like, people have a, a fondness for that music. Especially that that first uh, mixtape, man. You know? But listen, if you get the fucking urge to do it again, you know who to call, but Yeah.
0: yeah. Call me.
2: I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I know. I know who to come out.
0: I'll be like, yo. Training in Thailand. UFC Island. Boom. <laughs> I hope that I land in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, you're already improving my shit. <laughs> <Get> back. <laughs> I mean, you know, I do this, son I do this.
2: Okay, right. First,
0: Just Ghost Riders.
1: You know what <laughs> what, what rap yeah. are you listening to now, if any?
2: Uh, man. Honestly, like, I mean, Graph for sure. Like, I've always loved Graph. You know, he dropped yeah. that new album. <laughs> that should <laughs> be nasty.
1: The yeah. Dope. That should be dope. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, man. Besides that, uh, honestly, man, I don't even know, man. Like when I listen to music, it's mostly just like at the gym, like for people while they're working out. You know what I mean? Like I still love like the you know like the the gangster shit. Like I got like you know I guess my guilty pleasures. Like I love the baby. Like <laughs> I, I don't know why I love that. Boy maybe we should be riding, you know what I mean? That
0: bop uh, shit goes hard, man. I've
2: always loved all that shit, but uh but honestly, yeah, man. is my dude Kendrick, obviously. You know what I mean? I love J Rock. Uh I listen to all those dudes, schoolboy. Um I, I, that dude Conway's dope.
1: Yeah. I like Conway, Benny the Butcher, he's West the, I, I, the whole, the whole West
2: squad. Hell oh. yeah. Hell yeah. I listen to action whenever he drops some shit. You know action, what I mean? So. Like but I mean, yeah, you know, I'm trying to think. Like, uh, I
0: like Denzel, Miami okay. cat. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. a fan, sorry. Denzel, really? he's, dope. he's dope. Not that I, I don't hate it, but it's just not my thing, you know. Mm.
2: It's just different, like, you know what I mean? And I guess being from Miami back in the day, being like a different type of rapper, like, I fuck with I like, him. he actually, yeah. he actually better at He's in Miami too. The home. Oh, no, shit. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've been a fan of his shit. It's funny because like I bump his shit at the gym all the time, and he just fucking walked in one day like Yo man, I train. Like he actually called. He called and the gym is like it, it's basically my number. You know what I mean? I answer the gym phone, so he called and I answered. Oh, shit, muay Thai, whatever. And then he's like, Oh man, uh, I live in L. A. Also live in Miami, and I, I train muay Thai and this and that. Da da da, da I want to come in and check out the gym. You know, I have seen you online. It looks legit. I'm like, oh yeah, come through, homie. You know, like. Just look at the schedule. Pick a class and come in. You know, like normal. He's like, ah, it's Denzel. You know what I mean? And I was like, alright. And he was like, uh, I was like, yeah, it's one twenty-five a month. He's like, yeah, I don't know. That's, that shit, that don't matter. And I'm like, alright, cool. So I'm just there, you know. And then he fucking walks in the gym, and, and one of my students walks. He's like, yo, fucking Denzel Cruz here, yo. And I'm like, oh, where? And then I put two and two together. I'm like, oh, I spoke to some dude like yesterday. He said his name is Denzel. He, he's like, yo, man, I was, oh, what's good, homie? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. Whenever he's in Miami, he trains with us good dude man he got he got he got good hands too he, you can tell he's training you
0: know? all right well i'm a big fan of his music i don't know if i said that already <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I, I didn't know he trained he thai and shit you know what i mean right. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh denzel curry, oh, denzel curry. <laughs> Yeah. denzel washington
1: my bad yeah he's dope It's <laughs>
2: okay. yeah. funny because uh i got this real young kid fucking super talented fighter he's he's super dedicated super humble 19 years old and that's like his favorite rapper so he he had uh, denzel had posted a picture when he was in thailand and my student has follows him you know once goes in comments and he's like yo when you're in miami please come to my gym come train da, 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 da. and uh it was really fucking cool to see like my student when he walked in one day because i already knew he, he came he signed up and uh, one of my students is hanging out and I seen him, David, and he's like over there and when I see Denzel walk in, I was like, Oh, dude's gonna lose his mind. It was that was fun to see him like see his favorite rapper. He turned around, he's like, Yo like, <laughs> like that's just, with that uh, kid
0: face. Just, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: oh yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Next time he's in there, make sure you put champion on the playlist. On the gym <laughs> playlist. <For real. laughs>
2: We'll be like, yo, I'm I'm just gonna put your new shit on the one you just dropped the other day. I'll be like, yo, check it out. There's my homie right here. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Like, who got the weed doesn't really. Uh, I don't know if it if it meshes with the martial arts environment. You know what I mean? Oh,
2: absolutely it does. What talking about? It.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that is true though. That is true. You know that that brings me to to something I've been thinking about too. Like how marijuana is like way more accepted now in sports. Period. You know what I'm saying. And there's been like this big shift in sports where now it's okay to use marijuana for like therapeutic uh, purposes. Obviously, there's like some people that frown, you know, frown on it, but it's way more accepted than it used to be.
0: For recovery, I'm imagining. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, they try to push obviously like the CBD, you know, um, and, and and it works, man. Like it works. Like at least, man. Like training to fight. Like, you get beat up, literally. You know what I mean? Like, not, and not just the fighter, the coach. Like, I hold pads for my fighters. Man, that it is a taxing, taxing job. You know what I mean? You're basically a human punching bag. You know what I mean? Like, and you're just getting pounded on. So, the fighter, the coach, sparring, conditioning. And I'll tell you what, man. Like, I have some Fusion uh, CBD products and they work great, man. They they really they're effective, man. I have the creams, I have the drops, I have the the pills, and it's effective to me. It's it's crazy that it's taken so long. You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. like football players, basketball players, like you're you're destroying your body for for people's entertainment in a sense.
0: It was definitely it's a so- political thing, and like probably the pharmaceutical companies and all that shit. You know.
2: I believe. 100 percent like it's okay to put you on some pills that are gonna you know destroy your insides and and get you addicted but no you can't put some cbd that doesn't even get you high like right. because of the stigma of marijuana you know it's like come on,
1: yeah and if you look behind the curtains the people trying to block all the marijuana legislations are like connected with the tobacco companies and the alcohols.
0: you know like the liquor companies too yeah Absolutely. and probably smoke Absolutely. Yeah, like everybody smokes. I don't know, a lot of people smoke. Yeah,
2: a lot of people smoke. Yeah. And they always have. You know what I mean, it's just a lot more accepted to be open about it now. But you know, as I mean, like anything, man. Like I don't, I don't like smoke weed and go to the gym. You know what I mean? Like, and and I know other people that do. You know, mm-hmm. It works for you. But well, you're as right. You function, you could do your thing. You know, yeah. like and weed's just not that big of a deal. But as far as like the recovery aspect of it, I I believe in it a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. And there's yeah. other ways to do it uh, aside from just smoking. That's like,
2: exactly what you
1: have a problem exactly. with like smoking itself, you can ingest it in, in a bunch of different ways.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Eye drops. Do they have eye drops, really? I don't know. <laughs> <You're a>
0: fucking... <laughs> this is uh, like a weird way to fucking get high, right? <laughs> You're bad.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, man.
2: Oh, I wouldn't at all. It's so, like, yo, you got red eyes, you know? Look. Take some red eyes and get
0: high. Damn, I put the wrong eye drops in. I'm stoned. I'm right more there. stoned. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: Uh, who would you say is your favorite? This, this is like a stupid question, you know? But, like, who's... You used to be a Vandelay guy. Are you still... I love Vandelay. Yeah?
2: Yeah, but what? Like, MMA fighter?
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know... Yeah, let's say MMA.
2: Currently, I love Izzy, man. I Izzy? love Izzy. I love yeah man. Izzy's ridiculous. I love Izzy's style, everything and, and I love uh um I still love Joanna. Um Yes. Yes. Joanna,
0: um, She's lost her last two, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh last Tough fights, uh, she's well fought fights and everything, but
1: the last one was arguable, I would say.
0: I, I
2: thought she won. I thought she did enough to win, but what well, you know, it's a decision. Uh hey, Valentina is amazing to me yeah Yeah. Uh, you know i mean there's a lot man i I just i mean i love fighting man i love fighters but i guess off the top of my mind those those are probably like three of my favorite right now um
1: i mean I, i i uh ufc fight pass was doing like an anderson silva marathon the other day and they they went all the way back to like cage rage and shit and and you know i just let that shit play the entire day and my jesus man that guy is is the closest to like a jordan type figure he was in his in his zone that's the closest to like michael jordan that i've seen in that sport to me
2: to me he's he's my goat like mma goat you know what i mean like i think he's my goat you know what i mean And and it's hard to say like the because there is none you know honestly like John Jones has to be named in there, Fedor has to be named in there like and like you know like anything like aside from Jordan and Tom Brady, I don't think there's anybody else who's like are like you know hands down the number one best at their sport. But (laughs) that's my opinion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So is Connor LeBron then?
2: Nah,
1: in that in that comparison, Connor's Connor's the guy that. Brought it to the was,
2: stratosphere
0: on I was a market level.
2: Going LeBron, you know what I mean. Like Anderson
0: Oops. is Jordan. John Jones. Okay, Fedor
2: John. is Dr. J. You know what I mean. Like <laughs> that's how I look at it. You know what I mean. Like Anderson is Jordan. John Jones. Um, you know.
1: That I can see that. I can see that.
2: Fedor is like Dr. J.
1: Are you hyped for that? I know you're a fucking as big a Jordan fan as I am. Are you hyped for that ESPN documentary?
2: Uh, I've been waiting for that for months. Like, I I heard about that thing a while ago and this time, yo, I cannot wait. Like, nah, yeah, of course. Jordan is, you know, he's
0: the guy. They pushed up the release, right, because of the Rona?
2: I believe so. They're doing episodes a night, I think.
1: This Sunday. It drops this Sunday. Uh, Two,
2: yeah. First two episodes drop on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Sorry,
1: Westworld. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, that's going to have to come before Westworld this week. Sorry.
2: Like, as much
0: as I love Westworld, yeah, for sure. Even me.
2: Uh, absolutely i gotta i gotta i gotta finish the second half of the last episode of Westworld, but yeah i fucking love westworld too but but <laughs> jordan man like i don't know bro, it's jordan bro. you know what i mean like, yeah. I don't, like nothing to me is ever gonna like i still buy his fucking shoes you know I mean? yeah
1: <laughs> yeah everyone does you know what i mean
2: oh yeah i know trust me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
1: what uh, are you into like the uh, the collaborations like the like the off white Jordans and all those shits? Are you into those?
2: Yeah, but it's just I mean, I, I'm not into the price, so I just don't. You know what I mean? Like I can't spend a thousand dollars on a pair of shoes, bro. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Those, white, those off whites not now.
2: Well, uh, off whites are ridiculous, man. Like, off- I was, un- was this close to buying like a knockoff pair in Thailand because <laughs> they <it> look so <laughs> official. I was like, so,
0: how much um, are they there?
2: Oh, I probably could have got them in Thailand for like sixty five bucks. Oh, like man. a grade, like an A-grade fake. You know, because they got like, oh, man, it's crazy. over there. They got different yeah. grades.
0: And, I probably came from the same factory, bro. <laughs> absolutely,
2: absolutely. Some of them do. Some of them yeah. do. But you yeah. can yeah. still... It's not, the
0: not about the factory in
1: that case. You know what I mean? It's the fact that it's like the vir- designed by Virgil and all that shit. You know, yeah. it's not about the factory. It's like, it's,
2: it's a designer
1: piece. You know? Nah, I,
2: I wouldn't really buy them. You know what I mean? But I did see some over there that looked so good that I was like, yo, this is crazy. like
1: Wow. How do
2: they do it. Yeah.
1: Which and one?
2: The, the office, the the Chicago's. Yeah. Which
1: like, ones? Yeah,
2: black oh, and red. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Okay. No, they had
2: all of them. They had the black and red ones. They had the, the Carolina ones. They had uh, I think they had some other ones too. They even got some that didn't never come out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> fucking black and yellow joints, and you know what I mean? Like all kind of shit. But, uh, but yeah, I love man. I mean, I'm I'm still the fucking sneakerhead man. It's a, it, and it's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, I literally don't have space in my closet. I got way over hundred pairs of shoes. Like, yeah like and, and and like still like I mean obviously not now because how crazy shit is but you know what I mean I was buying kicks like until recently man like, yeah, yeah. I saw I like and I sell shit too don't get me wrong like uh, I have shit there that I just haven't worn in like two years so I just sell it you know what I mean but, but yeah it's a problem
1: bro. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded that goat and you know I've never been like a huge sneakerhead. I, I'll buy a pair of shoes every now and then but I downloaded that goat app
0: that is a that app
1: A, man, in two weeks, I ordered two different, fuck, I bought two different pairs of shoes. I was like, oh, shit, man. This is a problem. And That's how it starts. I was about to buy another pair when the fucking, right when the Rona hit, and I was like, okay, let me chill, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna be able to wear these anywhere. I got, like, two pairs. I haven't even worn them, bro. I haven't even worn them. I can't
0: go anywhere. (laughs) You should rock them while we're recording the shows. I got,
2: like, way before the Rona happened, I got tons of shoes that I haven't worn yet. I'm like, literally, bro, because I buy, like, you know what I mean? Like, I stay on. Like, not stay on it because I flip a lot of shit. So, like, you yeah. know how I am, too. I've had shoes, like, I've had, I got a pair of shoes in there, literally, that I've had since high school. I was yeah. a long fucking time. You. you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> I bet, I bet. I want to put you out, but get rid of those things already.
2: i graduated in the 90s, <laughs> homie. This real shit. Like, it's
0: collector shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's vintage, motherfucker. Like,
0: <laughs> Yo, for real.
1: Before they stopped, like, coming out with all the funky colorways and shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That yeah.
0: person's old shoes is another per, person's vintage.
2: I've sold a lot of shoes on the GoDap. And oh. And uh, so you sell them, like, the credit goes into the GoDap and you can either put it in your bank or whatever. So there's been times where I forget, and then I'll go on the GoDap and I'm like, oh, shit, I got, like, $350 credit? And I'm like, oh, Make shit.
0: Time. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> These were 500 but I'm not really paying 500 for them. <laughs> so I was like, got to, like, stop myself. <laughs> i not transferring that shit to the bank. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I started getting into the, like the like those collaborations, like the off whites and the the fear of god. I like the fear yeah. of god Nike joints. Those are shit, those shits are dope. Um
2: I see I, I, it's dope. I couldn't I, I can't see myself wearing that shit. It just looks too like um,
1: too like spaced out.
2: Yeah. I'm like nah, like I'm too old for that shit.
1: <laughs> I fuck
2: with it, yeah, yeah. I'm too old for this shit. I can see you wearing that shit though. I can, that shit that shit fits your your fucking style. You know what I mean? Like I can see you wearing that shit. Like yeah, the
0: do you like cardio om- extra dog? That's what I hear. <laughs> I
2: like little- I'm,
0: I'm just you know I'm stirring the pot over here, man. <laughs> I don't know about shoes, so I have to contribute some other way.
2: I'm let y'all fucking fight. Are
0: you uh? Are you
1: one of those people that only likes to rock the original colorways, or like do nah, you? nah?
2: Nah, I'm not like that either. Nah. Okay. I love crazy colors too. You know what I mean? People
1: but, out there that that is like, nah. If it ain't the classics, I don't rock it. You know what I'm saying?
2: If it looks good, it looks good. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like that's just how I am. Yeah. Cause I love like you know how I am, bro. I love like fucking purple on my kicks and shit like that. Like I, you know what I mean? If something catches my attention, it catches my attention. Man.
1: And and Jordan's doing like a collaboration with like Dior now. You seen that shit?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came out. They were like
0: ten thousand
2: dollars or some shit. I was just like that dang. shit. I'll Honestly never get what that. is like selling off a bunch of the shit I don't really care about to get like the really expensive shit that I've really liked or I haven't gotten, you know, or I want another pair of, you know, shit like that.
0: Yeah. But, What's the most they, you guys have ever paid for shoes? Shit.
2: I think the most expensive shoes I got might be like maybe like six hundred
0: Six something, six hundred,
2: yeah. There were like six, think, but but it was like one of those where I actually, you know, what it was. <laughs> this was the crazy come up. I got the, the Raptor Fours right before the Raptors won the finals, right? I literally because I got the sneakers app, also. So I got the little like the little notification since I'm a member. And I guess I buy a lot of shoes. They sent me like an early release, and I just literally just clicked on it and bought the shoes, not even thinking about it. And they got here, and I'm like, yo, I don't even really like these. Like, they had, oh. And then they were more limited because they had the Drake signature. So, you know, mm. whatever. I was just like... An I investment.
0: Really
2: <laughs> exactly. But I was like, man, the fucking Raptors are in the finals. If they fuck around and win, these shits are going to be worse. So, so I just sat on them, right? The night they won, literally the night they fucking won, I put the shoes on the GOAT app. And within five minutes, they sold for like $500. So I got my credit from that sale. And there were some ones that I wanted, some Jordan ones. Uh... And, and I was just like, yeah, no, this is how I'm going to get them. And they had just dropped. So it was like, you know, it just lined up good for me. You know what I mean? But, gotcha, but I don't think I've ever
1: more than, like, 300 on a pair of shoes.
2: I feel you. I got shoes that are worth more than that. Like, I got I got the South Beach LeBron's, like, the first ones. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I could them. probably sell that shoe right now for probably, like, you know, I might have to now with the fucking Rona. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody got money to buy no fucking bronze right now. But, yeah. i got like yeah i got some i got i mean i got a bunch of shit there i don't
0: even know see like cool i love looking at shoes but i never like i you know it's it takes a very like unique person i think to collect and look at shoes like art you know what i mean like i like them i think they're dope but collecting them never occurred to me you know
2: to me they are like art though like that's what i love like to me every shoe looks like a little like a like almost like a I don't know, like a sculpture or something, like, and 100%. then the part on it, like, the color, the textures, everything, like, yeah. man, I'm, I'm a fucking nerd, like, I literally, like, walk in my closet and just start looking, like, pulling shoes out and looking at them, like, dang, <laughs> you
0: know
2: what I mean, like, put them right back away, like, you know what I mean, like, I don't know.
0: I have amazing taste, all right. <laughs> I, just, like,
2: I, I admire the shoe, like, that, that's such a dope-ass shoe, like, to me, they're like toys almost, like, I look yeah. at them over, toys, like, you know, like, figures, I don't know, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to look at it that way now. I'm I'm like a little late to the game, but like I've been doing like just reading up on like these fashion designers and shit, like Jerry Lorenzo and Virgil and and these guys and shit that all the like the Chicago guys and shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: It's made me look at it from a different perspective. And now that and that's why. That's why I downloaded the Goat app and then I started looking at like all these fucking designer fucking sneakers and shit. I'm like, "Damn, bro, I got to I got to chill, man." Yeah, like, I almost bought some I almost bought some uh off whites, not the Nike, the just the regular the off white shoes, you know what bro. I mean? Yeah, I almost bought some the other day. they were like fucking four hundred something dollars. I was like, yeah, bro, let me fucking chill for a second. <laughs> get some toilet paper instead. <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. Bro. let me get <laughs> some hand sanitizer. Hand chill, sanitizer, dude.
2: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> shit. It's a problem, bro. Yeah, yeah like, I haven't even looked at that shit, man, because I'm like, nah, I don't even want to look at it. Like the sneakers that be sending me, like some ones came out the other day, and I was like, man, I don't even look at these shits like
1: have you tried stock x
2: i've never really used it i've been with the gold app since it first came out and then i got the sneakers nike app and that's all i really fuck with bro i don't need no more options
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what kind of bums me out man that they don't have the nike id shit where you could like uh customize your jordans anymore man like they still have nike id but they don't got jordans on there remember yeah. back Day, you could do like ones you can make your own ones and shit dude but there,
2: i think there were the mids though it wasn't like the high ones but still
1: still man it's kind of dope feel. you know I
2: feel.
1: and you could change the different prints like you could make your own custom ones and shit like that yep. like I, I used to be on that site just making sure i wouldn't even buy them i'd just yeah, be I making that, shoes yeah, all the time.
2: a bunch of designs like save like. me
0: too me too yeah it's funny, but like when you think about with the Rona, like all the retail places that are gonna go down, but like Nike probably won't because it has such a culture behind it, and like like sneakerheads and like and, all these different athletes, etc.
2: And they make a crazy amount of money off each pair of shoes, too, like that too.
0: Yeah, the margin, the margin is crazy. It's true;
1: they make yeah. those sh- for a couple bucks, man. Yeah, man. Yeah,
2: don't yeah. need a store either, man. Like people go order, like I mean, you know, most people shop online nowadays, so it's like.
0: Yeah, but yeah, some right. stores aren't gonna make like Macy's, for example, is a big name. I don't think they're gonna make it. You know? I
2: don't know, man.
0: Yeah, J.C. done for sure. But anyways,
1: all those those like brick and mortar clothing stores are, gonna, are they're gonna go the way of Blockbuster? You know what I mean? Like, think about when we were kids, man. Did you ever think that Blockbuster Video was actually gonna be out of business? Like that was literally the only game in town. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And well, and. Yeah. And they like refused to adapt to the change in technology. They weren't the only game. What about West Coast Video? <laughs> Remember <Yeah>. that
0: place? <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you know they actually had a chance to buy Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Black Buster yeah. Video actually has a, had a chance to buy Netflix for fifty million dollars and they fucking and they said no. And look at them now. Yeah.
2: Like a billion <laughs> dollars. That's not <how> beat. <laughs> yeah man.
1: That's not beat. Oh, yeah. I don't know well yeah man let's wrap this motherfucker up bro fucking uh yeah, yeah man hey i've been wanting to fucking have with you like on the on the fucking podcast for a minute dude and and when this shit opens back up we got to do it in person bro yeah, yeah for
2: sure for sure part two uh, <laughs>
1: uh let them know
2: nah, to, man, honestly but like my schedule like when the gym is running is just insane you know like i get home almost at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock every night I, been travel like crazy with the fighters and going here and there and you know but i've been wanting to do it man i'm I'm a fan i I, you know i'm honored y'all want to talk shit with me
0: for a little bit (laughs) thank you i I
1: don't i don't bug you man i know how busy you are dog so uh, you know i I don't fucking bug you i know i know what's up dog so yeah that's you know that's all i got
0: i got your skype number now so i'm gonna just pop up on your screen randomly (laughs) and shit like yo what up manny (laughs) yo
1: um is there anything you want to promote, like your your fucking uh, social media? The you know where your gym?
2: Man, bushido muay If you want to check out the gym, uh, our Instagram is just uh you know obviously the little app thing, and then uh, bushido muay thai. That's all it is. Uh, hashtag bushido muay thai. All our videos pop up. Um, the Instagram is really where I post most of my stuff. Um, and that's it, man. Uh, come check us out come train get in shape it's not just for fighters either like we got literally like all levels i got people that never want to fight they do it just because it's a great workout and it's not just like lifting weights you know you're learning how to defend yourself becoming you know confident but all the way up to professional fighters and we all train together you know not obviously not everybody spars you know certain drills get separated but it's. Done. I don't want people to think that it's just like a fight gym because it's not. We're we're literally a family, so.
1: Yeah. Any of our listeners that that are in Miami, like you know, if if my word means anything, I, like I highly, highly vouch for this man and his, and his abilities and shit like that. And even now in the in the Rona times, like you don't understand. I didn't know how to work out. Without, like, consulting with you first, you know what I'm saying? It took me years to, like, actually be able to 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 do that shit by myself and shit. So, like, I definitely vouch for that. Uh, hit them up. Hit up the website and and check it out. Even during these times is what I was going to say. Like, the, the value in... Because you're doing videos now, you know what I'm saying? And, and sending them out to your subscribers. So, like, even the value in that. I mean, even now, I, I ju- I'll jump online and fucking watch some fucking... Some type of workout video so that it gives me, like, some structure and shit like that. So, yeah, highly recommend it. Check this motherfucker out. And he can rap, too. But, you know, that, we'll talk about that. We're, we're going to get him there for sure.
0: They reach us. They can reach us on the World Wide Web. Um, I want to have Manny back on, though, just to have an episode about how he grew out his Rona beard. I mean, because, like, he's ready for this. <laughs> Feels I mean, like you've been, nah. you've been social distancing for, like, three years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no it's uh bar.com and um on instagram at human sushi podcast uh you can find us there on youtube facebook all that human sushi just look it up uh
1: yo when we added this episode throw the uh, i'm gonna send you the track let's play champion at the end of this so let's
0: play yeah. champion all right we'll do it for sure
1: so you're about to listen to id4 champion and this is off the 95 labs volume one.
0: Yeah. And if you want Manny to rap again, start the campaign, all right? Everybody start right. writing and start calling the bento box.
1: Oh, that's one uh, One more thing. Five, six, five, what's the number? I forgot the number. It's 516 561 uh, five, 768 <laughs> 72 We will get the bento box functioning. You know, you got to give us some uh, a little bit of a chance with these Rona times, but keep calling in, Not keep in messages, and we promise... It may, but it may not Sick be the of your time. excuses, Dre. Get that shit and working. You no, know what, Doug? You're supposed to be on my fucking side. Okay? But <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> I don't appreciate this shit. But yeah, man. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, again, thanks Manny for being on, and let's get to it. ID4 Champion. Peace,
0: it, everybody.
3: My style colossal, it's KRS Nostro Ever since I was a snot-knows I've been blowing pop-balls The size of potholes I ain't had to cop though I just let my crop grow Chop it till my knot not So I'm in a drop low Sunk real deep up in a seat Cause the cops on my cock-hole They watch cause the economy flop But I do not slow Down in my stock rows I'm in the stock house, Cop Rolls, Royces and Pagasos. I'm like a cop out, The head hot chow, Be like a cockroach You were not close I so keep your girl hot-belt a taco full of Tabasco. I oh, hope she clean the sour cream from out of Mato. You tryna be me, but you're not though. Nah. If it ain't Roscoe's, it ain't chicken and waffles and monsters, you do not shout. Signs are slowing me down, my pilots on I tow, See the world through mine, but my eyes are bloodshot though. Baby, I will never lose, I'm a motherfucking champion. Give heavyweight money, I do it like it can't be done. Now you know I'm undisputed, sippin' on the newest, smoking on the finest, i show you how to do this, I will never lose, I'm a motherfuckin' champion. Uh, while you're duckin' low blows, I be at the dojo with my feet up, a uh, microphone, Bones Jones, of my cheetah, a ozone, a homegrown, got me so blown, I be at the crow hole, clonin' the seat up. Uh, I've been riding since Rakim kicked a hole in the speaker That's why you homos don't want to feature Your hoe don't know the flow But she noticed the features in the Jordan symbol On the sole of my sneakers And when she y'all home alone I tweet her And then it's why I get toe up when I come over to see her I got a vomit and throw up the fire clogging my throat up Don't need a doctor diploma to see my flow got a fever And what good is all the talking if no one believe him I don't join him, I beat him I got Mona Lisa, pussy poppin' boner From the moment I meet her A gold medalist, animal, golden retriever I'm a dog I will never lose, I'm a motherfuckin' champion Gettin' heavyweight money I do it like it can't be done now you know I'm undisputed, sipping on the newest, smoking on the finest, I show you how to do this. I will never lose, I'm a motherfucking champion. Champions. Baby, I will never lose, I'm a motherfuckin' champion. Give me heavyweight money, I do it like it can't be done. Now you know I'm undisputed Sippin' on the newest smoking on the finest I'll show you how to do this I will never lose I'm a motherfuckin' champion